are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Genesis, you remember, was the book of ruin, when everything was wrecked and ruined and destroyed because of sin. They started in a garden, they ended in a tomb and a grave. And uh, we went through, we saw that book of Exodus is to remove, to go to the next place. We saw the book of Leviticus was righteousness, and that deals with uh, a, a, a holiness, it deals with righteousness, so that's the letter R. Uh, the book of Numbers was a roll book. And I hope you should keep in track on this. This fall, I'll give you an outline of all of them if you're writing in your Bible, but I've been writing it down. Psalms was r- really very easy for me, uh, a letter R. It's the word refrain, a refrain, R-E-F-R-A-I-N. A refrain is just simply a poem. It's a short medley or melody. It's a, it's a musical, a refrain is referred to as a musical instrument. That's what the word psalm is all about. Psalms, the book of Psalms is literally the word, that word means poem. When I was in college, my sophomore year in college, I was in music theory two class and uh, they brought poems to us for weeks and they said, this is your poem, now write some songs to the, some music with that poem. And uh, it's a lot more difficult than what it looks. And I'd work on my poem, everyone else, uh, what my song, I, they, they had good songs. And I'd work on mine, it wasn't that great. But that's what it is, it's a poem. And so these are poems. Uh, the book of Psalms was, if you write it down, the hymn book of the Jews. And we'll see some of these psalms. They would sing them on the way up to Jerusalem. It's a great book. I was pondering this this week again. For much of my ministry, I'm not doing it right now, but for much of my ministry, I've tried every day to my Bible reading schedule and then a chapter in Proverbs and some chapters in Psalms. I'm convicted. I need to get back at that. I love the book of Psalms. I've read it through so many times. Psalms would be a great comfort to you. Somebody was in the hospital, not a member of our church, and they said, if I was to read something, I said, while you're here, read the book of Psalms. It would be a great comfort to you as you read the Word of God. As we read these Psalms, and we think of this word, refrain, I want to remind you that we refer to the book of Psalms, see it there at the top? It's the book of Psalms plural. But do you notice that it says Psalm 1? There is no plural. So we don't say to our Sunday school class, turn in your Bibles to Psalms 27. It's not a plural. It's singular. We are turning to Psalm 27. We're turning to Psalm 119. But it's all collectively, these poems, this hymn book together is a hymn book, a stringed instrument, a poem, and there's Psalms that we see together. Real quickly, David writes 73 of them. And then we find that 12 of them were by Asaph. Asaph was a choir director. He was a musical man of the church. 
uh, old church of the Old Testament, if we can call it that. Twelve of them were for the sons of Korah. And then we know that Moses wrote one. He wrote Psalm number 90. And Ethan, the Ezraite, wrote one. And Heman wrote one. That's a hundred exactly. But there's 150. There's 50 of them. We do not know who wrote them. They're anonymous. But they're still in God's word. And all scripture, of course, is given. It's a book, if you want to write it down, of praise. It gives praise to God. And how great God is. You get to the last five Psalms. It starts off every verse, verse 1, 46, 47, 48, 49, and 150. Praise ye the Lord. And the last words of all those four, five Psalms is praise ye the Lord. And the last Psalm has praise, praise, praise. You may want to go back and uh, number them all. I want you to see by way of introduction, go to Psalm 51, please. Your Bible probably has this in there in Psalm 51. And in Psalm 51, there's a man at the top. It says, uh, Psalm, Psalm, um, do I want, uh, Psalm 52. Go to 52, if you will. We'll try 52. To the chief musician, Meshel is the man's name. And that word means just simply one of instruction. So when we're, this is a chapter that deals with instruction and it gives us something about David, what he was doing as he was giving instruction and receiving instruction. How about chapter 53? To the chief musician, Mahathaloth and of Meshchel. Now that first name is simply this. It just simply meant the temple choir. And so choir, and you'll see that many times uh, in these chapters. Uh, you, you see that this is to the choir members. So when you get to that word, Schofield Reference Bible underscores that in their notes, you can see it. How about chapter 54 and 55? Stringed instruments right over here tonight. And, uh, I, and the Bible says to the chief, 54, chief musician on Neganoth. Neganoth was a, a stringed instrument. And so when you read the Neganoth uh, chapters, uh, they're really chapters that deal with what you play, these instruments. We've got others right here. And so uh, the, the, the Bible gives us an explanation uh, of these. I want you to turn with me quickly to Psalm 120. And again, we're trying to have a synopsis of the book, Psalm 120. As you get to Psalm 120, if your Bible has it marked like this, under Psalm 120, before you get to in my distress, what does it say there? What does it say? What's the four words? The song, do you have it? Of degrees. That's chapter 120, 121, all the way to 134. There's 15 chapters that are called the Psalms of degrees. Now, what are degrees? Well, some historians say there are 15 closing steps when you went up to Jerusalem. And the sundial went back 15 degrees. Whether that is what it's about, I don't know. But I do know many of you have been to Jerusalem. I've never been there. But it, at a higher level, elevation, when you go up to the temple to worship, and the children of God would take this hymn book and they would sing on their way. We're, not this song necessarily, it's a newer one. Like we'd say, we're marching to Zion. Zion is Jerusalem. It's, 
It's what we look at as a special place. And they would march together going, to, they'd see the lights as they neared in the distance. And then as they would go back down, they'd go three times a year to Jerusalem. Three special feasts were there and they would feast and worship and sing and be instructed in righteousness at the temple, at that higher elevation. I want you to see Psalm 121. It sort of explains it a little bit better. Would you read verse number one? Ready, begin. I will lift up mine eyes. He's saying, I'm, I'm looking up there to Jerusalem, the city of my God. I'm looking there. Isn't it amazing today? That's the city the world hates. The president moved as many presidents. I don't know. Could someone just correct me right now? It's not since... You don't even know the question yet. Uh, you already want to correct me. Okay, here we go. But does, does, was it since Eisenhower, I know it's since George H. Bush, we've been trying to get the, um, the our, our um, embassy moved to Jerusalem. Do you know what president that was? I, I, it just came to my mind. I know it was George H. Bush. Was it before him? Well, I'm speaking to a bunch of ignorant people tonight. You reflect who I am, I guess. But um, so many presidents have promised, I'm, I'm moving our embassy, our headquarters to Jerusalem. And all oh, the fight that went out when this last year they moved it to Jerusalem. All attention one day is going to be on Jerusalem. And here I'll lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh the Lord which made heaven and earth. What a powerful text. Uh, he said in verse 122, look at verse ch chapter 122. What's the first verse? Let's read it together as we're thinking about walking into um, Zion, walking up to the place of worship. What does he say? Verse number one, I was glad. I want to get there. I want to get there. I want to get up to Jerusalem. I want to get to the house of God. How about verse one, uh, chapter 123? Unto thee lift I up mine eyes. I've got my eyes looking to you, Jerusalem. I've got my eyes looking to you, dear God. I'm, I'm looking upward. I'm, I'm anticipating some great things that are going to take place. If you want to see with me, back up to Psalm 119. Psalm 119, that's the longest psalm. Who can tell me? How many verses in Psalm 119? You might be open right there so you can find it. 176, right, Carla? 176 verses in Psalm 119. Psalm 117 is the shortest. You see it there? Two verses. Oh, let's read it together, shall we? Ready, begin. Oh, praise the Lord. And so we think of this song book, these poems, and many more than I'll show you have been set to music. Go back to Psalm 19, please. Psalm 19. And Brother Waterhouse, you help us if you'll begin to play at Psalm 119. Look what he says in verse number seven. The law of the Lord, no, no, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. That stanza one. The course is verse 10. 
more to be desired. Can we turn the piano up just a little bit? Can you hear the piano? There we go. Let's, if, if teenagers, I know you know it. And uh, adults, young adults, I know you know it. Let's learn it together. Verse 7 is stanza 1. Sing it. The Lord, the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Verse 10, more to be desired are they than gold, gave fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey in the honey. Stanza 2 is verse number 8. The statues of the Lord arrive, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eye. Verse 10, sing, more to be desired are they than much fine gold. Excellent. How about one more stanza? The fear, verse 9, the fear of the Lord is clean. During forever, the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired. That's good singing, excellent. Wonderful. Sweeter also than. Turn to Psalm 23. We won't sing it. The Lord is my shepherd. We won't sing that tonight. It's around and people can sing that. It's a great one. How about Psalm 25? Now this is a psalm book. And um, under thee, O Lord, let's pick it up in instruments. I need some help here because I can't hear up here. Maybe they can. Here we go. Sing. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Oh, my God, I try. shame good good the course the course is verse 2 try stanza 2 yea let none here we go yea let none that way on thee be ashamed yea let none that way on thee be ashamed sing it but uh, lead me in truth there's other ones but I like verse verse 7 That's we won't sing it but remember not the sins of my youth it's a good psalm how about could you go to psalm 48 
Brother Mark Swanson taught us this many years ago. He came to visit, and they were singing this at the great Berean Baptist Church. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. Try it together, sing. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. Beautiful for situation, the joy of the Lord is mountain. But if we go to 63, we'll stop it here as far as singing together. But uh, here's a good one. Psalm 63, thy loving kindness. We begin in verse number three. And uh, teenagers, you help us. Here we go. There we go. Thy loving kindness is better than thy loving Orchestra, come join you. I wonder if you could turn to Psalm 119. They'll come and join you as they're saying. 119, if you'll go there, orchestra, and I see a few of you didn't have Bibles, so I apologize. You didn't know you were going to stay that long. Psalm 119 and verse 11. Thy, it's in your psalm book. It's page 386, but we'll just sing it right from the psalm, the psalm here. Psalm 119, verse number 11. Thy word Thy, is that it? Here we go. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That I might not sin. That I might not sin. Thy word have I hid in my sing one more in it's in brother Matt the psalm book page 71 page it's psalm 139 I love psalm 139 verse number 23 search me oh God and know my heart today try it together search me oh God and know my heart today. Try me, try me, oh Savior. Know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be and away in me. Cleanse me from every sin and sin. We've looked at the Psalms, thank you very much, the Psalms of degrees, and we've looked at 
those songs that we sang, and there's many more than we sang. I wonder if you would just go back to Psalm 1, and quickly we'll close tonight, but uh, I wonder if you could look with me at some well-known psalms. I believe, if I remember, I was either in fourth grade or sixth grade. Our Sunday school was in an abandoned roller rink several blocks away from the church. And literally, it, when it rained, you saw the, the water just came pouring in. You always saw sunlight coming through, had no heat. And we met at that roller rink. It was a big, empty, scary building, quite frankly. Clarence Nelson was our junior church pastor. And he had a big verse down contest, fourth grade, fifth grade, and sixth grade. It's the only trophy I ever won in my life. I had it till a few years ago. Somehow it's gone. It's about this big. And uh, I'm so ashamed. My twin sister was, always has and still is so much more intelligent than I am. Uh, she had uh, just take a test and she got an A. I had to take a work and study and got a C minus, you know, just the way it works that way, I guess. And it came down in sixth grade. It was my sister against me. We got to Psalm 23 and she had brain freeze. And the truth is, it bothered me so much that I knew I was going to win. It, almost, it really hurt me to think that she was so much better equipped. But I do remember, I really believe Psalm 1 was the first psalm I ever memorized. I love Psalm 1. It ends with the word blessed. God will make you happy. And the last word is perish. You're going to die. I want us to read it aloud together. Psalm 1, ready, begin. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Did you notice in verse 1, when we start to walk with ungodly men, the second thing is we'll start to stand with ungodly men, and then we'll start to sit with ungodly men. How about Psalm 23? We know this, and this is quite frankly my psalm for my life, as the chief shepherd is Christ. First Peter 5, I'm the little shepherd, the poimane. And I think of how many times that perhaps I failed to feed the flock like I want it to. Let's read it together. Ready, begin. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil.
We just sang chapter 25. How about moving over to 27? Let's read the first four verses. And uh, of course, verse 14 became one of my favorites in Bible college. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. But I wonder if we could read the first four verses. Ready? Begin. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked... I wonder if you'll turn with me, please, to chapter 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me out of all my fears. Uh, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in them. What a, uh, I like verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. You know, as you live life, I wish I would have been more righteous. That, that verse mirrors Second Chronicles 16 verse number nine, where God's eyes run to and fro, seeking to really bless those that have a heart toward him. God, I want you to pray that I'd be so godly so God could bless me and that you could have the overflow. I'm not talking about me personally, but say there's a man I can bless and then your children and your family, by the grace of God, get the overflow and you can have the same uh, as well. Chapter 37, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Verse three, trust in the Lord and do good. Verse four, delight thyself in the Lord. Verse number five, commit thy way unto the Lord. Verse number seven, rest in the Lord. Oh, what a great, great chapter. How about chapter 40? And I'm just skipping through these. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined me. He heard my cry. He brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of a miry clay. He set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. He hath put a new song in my mouth. O oh, many, O oh Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done and thy thoughts which are usward. They cannot be reckoned in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, there are more that can be numbered. How about chapter 40? Look at 40. Oh, what a chapter, chapter number 51. I was not really acquainted with the Bible like I should have been. And when I went to college, whenever I did poorly in a quiz or a test or something, I'd always go to Psalm 51. I did not realize it was a psalm where David had committed adultery with Bathsheba, and he writes Psalm 51. But it's easy for me in my life to be judgmental about my life. It's just so easy to have that happen. Maybe that's not how you are. There's many of you probably are that way. 
Oh, I should not be a Sunday school teacher. Oh, I should not be a deacon. Oh, I should not be the pastor. Oh, I, I'm so wretched, you know. And, and the Bible says, David said, have mercy upon me, O Lord. And I'd read that after some, getting to marriage or something. So that, that's me. I, I acknowledge it was me. It's not the school's fault. I earned these demerits. I'm so glad I was raised in a day where I was responsible for my demerits. I was responsible for my grades. I was responsible for the lack of doing my homework or assignment, whatever it is, all through life. And, 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 and then he said, verse two, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression. My sin is every before me. Verse seven, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. And I learned about that verse that every snowflake is because of a speck of dirt. And that speck of dirt, then the ice begins to formulate around it. And so at the very center is dirt. And that's a, much like our life. Wash me, I'll be whiter than snow. And notice what the Bible says, uh, make me to hear joy and gladness. Verse number 10, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away. In verse 12, restore to me the joy of my salvation. Oh, that psalm has been such a help. How about 73? 73. Now, I know I'm going to ask you to read a lot, but I want you to read 1 through 19. They're short little verses. Here is a man who's really in despair. It was the song leader, the choir director, he could not understand why these people were being blessed and they were so wicked. He found out something about it, but let's read verses one through 19. Ready, begin. Truly, God is good to Israel. That's a powerful chapter. Would you turn to my hospital psalm, please? Psalm 86. 
I look back at life, God was so good. He gave me early, early, I don't know what year, but it was in the first, right at the beginning of my ministry here. He gave me Psalm 86, and it's my hospital song. If you've been in the hospital, if I've been there, I've read this to you. I got to the hospital late uh, Saturday morning. Uh, by the time I got there, almost Saturday afternoon, and they'd already taken Brother Flint in for surgery. And his brother-in-law, who now since that morning on Saturday, he's been hospitalized in another hospital. And Joy's sister that I know, good Christian lady. Uh, and then, um, and Joy and Miriam and Alan and the girls. I read Psalm 86. I've read it or quoted it so many times to you. I won't do it tonight. But I wish you'd put it in there, Psalm 86, the hospital song. Bow down thine ear, O Lord, and hear me. I am poor and needy. Is it verse 7? I like that. In the day, of, when you, someone's in the hospital, in the day of my trouble. Agnes, I see you, and I've read that to your dad many times. He had, Brother Pedro Martinez had a, supposed to be a four-hour surgery yesterday. It was longer than that. And uh, just, uh, I read him that psalm so many times. I think of his two sisters, Jonah and Priscilla, that are with the Lord. And I would go to the hospital. I, 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 I didn't read it every time. I read other scriptures. But I referred back to it so often because it's been such a comfort to my heart. You know, I can say, when I can't sleep at night, I try to go to the book of Psalms. I couldn't sleep last night. I did not go to the Psalms. God had me go a different way because he was dealing with me last night for many hours. But I can tell you sometimes, it's everyone. I have so many great, good days, and then there's days and I'm overwhelmed. And I turn to this book, and sometimes as I read the book of Psalms, at the end of reading, I feel like I got nothing. Lord, what's wrong with me? I, nothing spoke to my heart. And then there's times where God has seemed so real. I felt like I just, and I know this is not right, but I felt like I just almost could touch Him. It's, I sensed His presence. I just sensed His presence. Last night was one of those nights where he got me out of bed. I sensed God doing something in my life for me, what I needed for me. I hope you take the book of Psalms, Psalms 90. I was in Saratoga in 1966 in high school, and a preacher who had come home from a war, and he talked about he got between crossfire, he was between the enemy fire in the war and the American and the NATO forces, the Allied forces. And he said he got himself in a foxhole. And all through the night, we were at the old Saratoga Avenue Baptist Church. I think Pat Carr, you're, I don't think it's there anymore. Your uncle or someone pastored it for a while. And he said, I kept thinking of Psalm chapter number 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. He shall cover thee with thy wings. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. You know, in World War II and in Korea War, we had always, I have one in my office, we would issue Bibles to our boys as they went overseas. And he said, I can remember as a teenager, he, he was preaching at, at that youth meeting we were at on a Saturday morning. And as he preached, he read this scripture and I, I just envisioned the, 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 the mortar fire through the night. And he said, in the morning, the battle was over. And I was able to come out of that foxhole safe. He said, I purposed in my heart, I imagine he's long gone by now. I purposed that I was going to live for God. And he did, he said, live for God. We could go to Psalm 100. Most of us remember in junior church, if you've been saved, memorizing Psalm 100, and then Psalm 121, and Psalm 139, and Psalm 150. Let's end with Psalm 150 tonight. Our internet friends, we're so grateful that you're watching tonight. Psalm 150, I'm, I'm trying to get us to look to this book of refrain, a poem book, a song book, a musical book, and say, I, I want to I get to know the book of Psalms. Psalm 150. I told you these last four psalms begin with praise ye the Lord and they end with praise ye the Lord. Would you read Psalm 150? This summarizes it for tonight. Ready, begin. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and heart. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with the string instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath. You know what I would suggest? We sing the book. We take psalms and we sing it. We just sing the book. Some of you can write music. And the first original, and I can't write music, but someone put that Psalm 4, we won't sing it. I said out of the new book, we had it, take it out. I don't want that in there. But I wrote Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. Hear me when I cry. O thou, my God of my righteousness, thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. And some of you could put these Psalms to music. Some of you will sing, I have a song I have sung for 50 years that I've never told anybody what the song is, but I sing it to myself. It's a lengthy song. It's set to a poem, and I'll never probably tell anybody, but it's helped me. Uh, it's the poem that my sister wrote me when I went to Bible college. I met God in the morning, and I set it to music, and I sing it to myself and unto the Lord periodically. It helps me so much. I would say sing the Psalms. I'd say memorize the Psalms. I'd say read the Psalms. I'd say meditate upon the Psalms. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.